What's up, internet? It's your boy Neeks, and I'm here with my good man Tony from Footy LG. And Tony, are we back? Oh yeah, we're back. Back better than ever. <laughs> oh, that's right. We are coming back with the podcast. We ripped it for a few um, months a few years ago. We're coming back now because there's tons of new soccer stuff. Sorry, football stuff to yeah. talk about. Yeah, yeah we, we, we can't get those <laughs> Europeans mad the first five minutes into the show, eh? Right. <laughs> Dude, oh my God. They would never hear the end of it. So, I mean, we're here to talk footy. We're here to talk TFC. We're here to talk Canada. I think we might even get into the EPL in Europe a little bit, Toe. What do you think? Oh, we have to. APL starting off this weekend, so we have to step into that. Yeah, I, I think we do too. Um, uh, <laughs> but I mean, a, as a few Toronto boys, Toronto FC is our team. Come World Cup, I mean, I'm Portuguese and Colombian. Half of them made it, but you know who else made it? Canada. And I'll yeah. be going hard for the boys in red. Tony, I know you, your Italians, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. didn't have um, as much luck as the Canadians. They will not be there. So I'm assuming you're going to be cheering wholeheartedly for Canada. Yeah, I can't go through another World Cup without having a team to cheer with. That's for sure. It was too hard last time to like help cheer with you and then cheer with other. It was too much. Like, at least Canada is a team that I can follow. So, <laughs> no, I, I I hear that. That's definitely good for sure. Um, and you know what? It's always good to have a team in the World Cup. And the fact yeah, that Canada's yeah. first time there since God knows how long, it's always good to see. I'm super jacked up for that. I know you are. We've oh, always yeah. we've went to all the qualifying games that were in Toronto um it's just an electric atmosphere and a great time and we got the players finally too like mm-hmm. you know we can actually make some noise in this tournament yeah i think honestly canada's gonna be a dark horse i think even though they're in a tough group with morocco belgium and croatia i do think canada's style of play and the type of players we have will uh cause some problems for those teams it won't be easy beating canada that's for sure it, it, we're, you're not gonna be able to walk through us i mean no. Cro- croatia they're old man they're not yeah. gonna be able to keep up with alfonso davies tejan buchanan on those wings richie larea mm-hmm. come they're not, not a chance and then morocco dark horse they got like one good player um <laughs> and belgium is just chronically known to choke they are chokers like, canada. like look at i think it was uh the world cup in brazil japan almost knocked out belgium yeah, they're like, they're bona fide. Japan is not as good as Canada, and they almost beat them, so it's doable. Bona fide scrubs, man. They mm-hmm. choke every tournament. They can be ranked number one in the world for as long as they want until they win when yeah. it matters. Who cares? Yeah, but we all know FIFA rankings are stupid, right? Like those are those rankings make no sense ninety percent of the time. So. Yeah, a hundred percent agree with you. The FIFA rankings yeah. are the, are just as big as a joke as Belgian is in main tournaments. Exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so guys, like we're gonna be running this podcast. It's gonna be releasing every Thursday. Um, it's it's at Footy LG on Spotify. Obviously, you know where to listen to it if you're already here. Okay. Um, but make sure you follow us on TikTok as well at Footy LG and on Instagram as well, which I believe is at Footy LG too, right, Tony? Yes, it is. Okay, cool. So follow us on all those areas if you want to see all some great content, especially building up to the World Cup. We're going to be coming at you guys a lot of times. We might even do some special weekday pods following the groups, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, do one leading up to the tournament on each group. We got a lot okay. of stuff planned, so there's tons of stuff. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and TikTok and even Twitter, too, uh, to get all the latest news of what we're doing. And we're here to talk soccer. We're here to talk okay. footy. We're here to have a good time. And, of course, mine and Tony – team that we hold to our hearts toronto fc i think we got to start off our first pod talking a little tfc don't you well i got the jersey on for a reason 
<laughs> oh, look at you repping the TFC. Yeah, you're looking good, you know? I mean, yeah, man, always. <laughs> you have to. It's the first pod. I should have mm-hmm. done myself up nice. I didn't even think of that. You're, you know what? <laughs> That's why we have you here, man. You make the big bucks. Exactly, right? <laughs> well, you know what? Let's, I'm not let's just get... a good, good looking face, you know? <laughs> well, you know what? Well, my mom always said I have a face for radio. So, I mean, <laughs> podcasting, kind of, as long as you take out the video <laughs> portion, but. But we got to talk TFC, man. Big, 100%. big, big, big times in the squad. I think the biggest news for TFC in the past 10 years came out today, and that's we loaned out Jacob Schaffelberg. What are they thinking? Like, think TFC it's... with no Jacob Schaffelberg is like PB with no J. It's it's well, just not natural. I'll be honest with you. I'm allergic to peanut butter, so I'm totally cool with Schaffelberg leaving because <laughs> – so I don't it, think they don't need him. They honestly don't need him. Like, there's no use for this guy. I mean, when we were bad a couple of years ago, I get it because he was a flash. He was fast. He was young, upcoming. But I think the last few years, uh, since he got his Canada call up, he has taken a step back. And I know TFC hasn't weren't good, but he his quality of play has taken a step back. Well, if you missed it, Jacob Schaffelberg got loaned out with an option to buy to Nashville SC. And I believe we also gave him an international spot and we received 225,000 GAM, <laughs> which again is all made up currency anyways. So yeah. <laughs> I, I personally think it's it's a crazy deal. I think Jacob Schaffelberg is an outstanding player. I think he could have made some noise if we gave him time at his position, not putting him as a fullback and crossing our fingers. I mean, you give the guy some minutes at the left wing, and he performed last year. I think he was he was one of our best players last season. Granted, it was a down season for us, but I'm mm-hmm. not saying he's the answer to everything. But I really think he could have made a difference in this lineup, but we'll never know. I hope wish him all the best. I hope yeah. he goes to Nashville, and if TFC can't win the MLS Cup, now I hope Nashville wins it off a 95th-minute stoppage time Jacob Schaffelberg goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I don't get there's nothing to like about him. He's just such a likable kid. I don't know, man. He, I don't know. It's something about him. He just doesn't have, I don't know. Like, you look at Marshall Rudy on the weekend, and he played out of position. Like, he, like no, he's an offensive winger. But he played in the back, and he did really well. But Schaffelberg, I just don't see it. I just don't see the, the drive in him. It's like he's lethargic out there. And in all honesty, for the aspirations TFC has, they don't need guys like that on the bench. They need guys that are going to come off the bench and make a statement. You know, like Akinola does when he comes out and he rushes, he rushes the defense, you know, like I just, Schaffelberg this season has been very disappointing in my eyes and, you know, maybe the loan spell will help him, but I don't think he should be in TFC's plans. So you're trying to tell me they don't need the Maritime Messi is what you're trying to say. Yeah, no, send him back to Halifax. Send him Completely. Halifax, wa- Halifax Wanderers and the CPL need, uh, need uh, a winger. So he should just go there, go play at home. You're going to watch. He's going to be so good in Nashville. Nashville's going to trigger his buy clause. We'll never <laughs> see him back at Toronto again because no way Nashville lets him go if they have the option to buy him. Um, I think I think he's going to succeed when he gets some time to shine. He's going to be play well. And listen, I think Nashville's in a playoff spot right now. Toronto's not. not more than likely. I wouldn't be too surprised. <laughs> and, and, and I couldn't be wrong. I could be wrong, but don't we face Nashville soon? Next week, actually. Next. Wow. Yeah. Saturday. Wow. Saturday the Nashville. return of Jacob Schaffelberg. You mark my words, he scores. I wouldn't be surprised. That's a, that's a typical thing. It's he's like, going to get a goal and he's going to beat us. They're going to beat us and kill all of our playoff hopes with that loss. Because, you know, as you know, we're fighting for the playoffs now. Yeah. We brought in the Italians. Mm-hmm. We're pretty far out. I think we need to average two points per game for the rest of the season. Uh, in the two season games they've been here, we're averaging that. We got a win and a draw. That's 
four points in two games, which is two points per game. So if we stay on this pace, we have a chance at making the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, what's your take so far on the uh, Insignia, Bernadeschi, Crescito, those signings coming in? How, how would you rate it so far? It's only been three, two regular season games, one Canadian championship game. What, what would you kind of rate those games as? I say from Bernadeschi and Crescito, they're playing really well. I think Bernadeschi is doing fantastic out there. He's probably easily one of the most skilled players in MLS at the moment. Uh, Crescito, for his age, is playing phenomenal back there. I mean, he's just working wonders with the defense we have. I mean, nothing against McNaughton, who's been playing well. But Insignia, you can tell he's not healthy yet. And you could see that in the last game against New England. Like, it wasn't Insignia for the Napoli days. He's still hurting. He's still nursing an injury. And um, I think once he gets back to health, it'll be better. So I'd say the start is good. I mean, coming pretty much cold off the offseason in Europe, I think TFC's their Italians are doing well, but I expect better. I'll be honest. <laughs> you, you could almost see it, though, in the game this past weekend that Insigne is just trying so hard to score. Like, mm -hmm. he's cutting in. He's trying to make those plays to curl that ball top corner. I mean, he had the penalty kick that was absolutely... It wasn't boshed. It was a decent penalty kick, but the goalie yeah. made a good save. I mean, Giovinco scores those nine times out of ten. I uh, guess Insigne is no Giovinco. Oh, come on. Giovinco went to that. No. He went to that same place every single time that Insignia but tried Jovico, to go to, Jovico and he always a, buried. Giovinco missed a lot of penalties, though. Okay, now he did. it's because he went he to the same spot kick. every time. He was a free kick guy. That was I, his thing. He, he was a, a both. He was the jack of all trades, <laughs> and I miss him every day. Oh, same. But, <laughs> but no, it's um, uh, I I I have to agree with you for the most part that yeah, you know, Insignia doesn't look completely settled i'm completely in awe when bernadeschi's on the field i mean that assist in the canadian championship to uh, McNaughton, outside of the foot too man uh, like absolutely <laughs> stunning assist he's looked Crazy. so good he cracked the post this past game unfortunately didn't get to get on the scoreboard there yeah. uh he got a goal and an assist in his debut he's he's looked every bit the player we brought him in to be and i mean everyone's really hyping up the insignia as the big signing but bernadeschi could end up being the much bigger signing for us if the, if this continues this way and yeah, yeah. like you said crescido has been very fun to watch he seems like he's settled that back line i do have a little gripe however this past weekend at halftime julian de guzman who is a former designated player of toronto C at halftime was kind of ripping the back line apart uh mostly mcnaughton and Nivinga. Yeah. Thing. like you know what these are guys now they're the dps are doing all they can to create space and the back line is making it really tough on them and this is why guys kind of have that negative connotation on the mls but you know what at a certain point you got to be responsible for what you're doing because mcnaughton i thought had a terrific game he oh, led he had like 13 clearances uh <laughs> in the second half like he we a clean sheet which does not come normal to TFC these days. Uh, you know that as well as I do. They have a very hard time keeping yeah. a clean sheet. And the fact that McNaughton played as well as he did, that criticism I thought was super unwarranted. It mm -hmm. came from a guy who was a DP when Toronto FC absolutely stunk the bed. Yeah. Um, probably one of the worst DPs in our history with all the hype that came of bringing the Canadian international yeah. back. Uh, I was super upset to hear him talk about the back line the way they did. And you know what? That game in the first half, outside of Bernadeschi get hit in the post there, they, there wasn't much to take home about on the offensive end. So you yeah. can go ahead and criticize the defensive line all you want. They did their job. The offense yeah. didn't create enough. And if you want to say, well, they didn't have enough time or space or they were just getting balls dumped into them, they got to make they got to make do with what they have. And they didn't that game. We tied 0-0. In my opinion, the defense did their job. Uh, obviously, 
amazing goaltending as well. We had some big saves in that game by Bono. Uh, but with a clean sheet, unheard of for Toronto FC these days. I mean, I was well, I absolutely mean, like, stunned. Like, the Guzman clearly has something wrong with him because since McNaughton's played, it's the last three games, right? And we've yeah. conceded one goal in the last three games. And the one goal we conceded was a very lucky header on Vancouver side. Yeah. Uh, so, I and, mean, like, how can you criticize a guy who last year is playing CPL soccer? Okay, yeah, with the best team in the CPL last year, but... Still I mean, CPL. The, the guy has stepped up to become probably, in my opinion, our best center back this season. I think he's the only one that I don't have blemishes about. I mean, Shane O'Neill, yeah, he's been good, but Lucas McNaughton has played fantastic this year as a center back. Hey, listen, I, I definitely one, agree with you. Like, one goal in three games with McNaughton being your only center back that's played all three games... That's pretty impressive. And he scored a goal too. So, I mean, there's no huge, a to, huge goal. Yeah, he like, scored. There's no reason to criticize this guy. Like he is playing out of his mind for a young guy that was last year was, you know, in a small league. So no, nah, that, that's ridiculous. You know, and that's the reason why the Guzman's on TSN. TSN's used to those kind of people. As <laughs> you know, I mean, they have Stephen Caldwell calling the games. Like, come on. Like, oh, shots they, fired. Like, no, it's, it's legit. It's, it's just ridiculous. Like TSN, they think they bring these guys. It's not, no. Yeah, no, I, I, I've absolutely loved what Lucas McNaughton's been able to do for TFC. Uh, I think it's been crazy good, and I'm looking forward to seeing in the future because you're right, one goal in three games, the TFC hasn't said that in the past maybe two, three years. Like, yeah, exactly. like getting a clean sheet's really <laughs> tough, and yet we've gotten two in the past two seasons. We're two for two in the past two season games with the Italians starting. They're not scoring on us, and everyone said we're going to be liabilities defensively and high-powered offense. Well, the Italians have played, and it's been one goal in three games. So I clearly the other teams are starting to respect our offense more and not pushing as much yeah, and our exactly. defense is getting the job done and bono has been very good as well yeah. i got i got to give credit to bono yeah he's been really well he's been really well last couple of games uh, and we'll get back into more TFC throughout the different podcasts. I mean, I think we'll always start off giving a little love to our Reds, but there's a lot more to talk about. This is the first first weekend of Europe's of EPL, Europe soccer starting soon. Before we get into that, I want to start a segment here, all right? The segment is called Top Bins or Trash Bins. I'm going to give you a topic, and you're going to let me know if it's Top Bins, meaning unreal, super good, or okay. it's trash bins. It's garbage, <laughs> essentially, right? Sounds so good. Uh, the first topic is uh, celebrating the Community Shield. So this past weekend, Liverpool and Man City played for the Community Shield. Liverpool won it. They're all to- uh, touting it as Darwin Nunez, one game, one trophy. Is this something to celebrate? I'm going to say trash bins on that one. Like Community Shield is, a, is literally like, – I get you have to win a trophy to be there, but – if you're celebrating, like you look at Liverpool, they have aspirations for Champions League. Why are you celebrating the Community Shield? It's yeah. one game that doesn't matter. Who cares? You don't. It doesn't mean anything if you win it. You know, like I think Arsenal's won the Community Shield like six times in the last fifteen years, something like that. So it clearly means nothing to win. Like, <laughs> but here's the real question: Has Tottenham won it? <laughs> no, no, Tottenham never won it. That's why it's big. Like, Arsenal, like, for sure, they feel like Liverpool, like, oh, we want Community Shield. We're so hyped. It's like, no, Liverpool fans need to calm down. Like, last year, you won the, what, the Carborough Cup and uh, the Community Shield. Like, nah, it's, it's, it means nothing. It's like, it's like celebrating, like, the Cop- the Super Coppa Italia. Like, it's just a trophy that no one cares about. You, you know, everyone aims for the other two trophies or Champions League or Europe. So, nah, it's, don't, you can't celebrate those kind of trophies. I'm, I'm calling it top bins. I mean, you know what? It's a trophy. Really? You want a trophy? Celebrate. Have a little fun, you know? Life's too serious anyways. You win one trophy. <laughs> have fun. Just pour champagne in the dressing room. 
take down a few birds in the dressing room. You know, you got to do what you got to do. I I celebrate it. And Liverpool, they might not have much to celebrate this year. They might have some stuff to celebrate this year. Who knows? You got to celebrate the moments you get. It may probably be the only trophy they win this season. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll get into that a little <laughs> later. Uh, I might disagree with you there. But all right. Next, top bins or trash bins? Barcelona's transfer window. You know what? That's top bins. Because I don't know how they could, with no money, sign all these guys. Really? I think, I, I think they're taking lessons from Andrew Tate on how to make money without the top knowing. G. Honest to God, like this, like John Laporta is listening to Andrew Tate. It's like, yo, how do I make this money without having money? And like, just like Andrew Tate's all over TikTok, a TikTok account, Barcelona's all over that transfer market without money. Like, it's top bins. Like, how they figured out how to do this is, I don't know how. Like, I want to know so I can pay my bills the same way. But it's crazy, man. Like, Barcelona's attending Hustlers University. Dude, honestly, like, how are they doing this? Like, like, come on. Like, they had, I think I saw an article about a month ago. You could rent the Camp Nou for your wedding. Wow. I should look into that. (laughs) Like, it's crazy. And then they're out here buying players left, right, and center. Not even, like, no-name players. Like, we're talking about Lewandowski, Frank Kessie, like, Rafinha, like crazy players for good money. So nah, I, I, I'm giving it trash bins, man. First of all, <laughs> fuck Barcelona. Okay, <laughs> I'll say it. Um, I've never. They've always been the team I hated. Always a Madridista myself. You know, mm-hmm. Real Madrid all the way. Fuck Barcelona. They still owe Frankie uh, De Jong money, and instead of paying him, they're out here spending millions elsewhere. Absolute trash bins, man. Come on. Barcelona's a joke. I read an article, too, over the the sale of Malcolm from Bordeaux. Bordeaux is being relegated to, like, the third division in France because they're $40 in debt, and Barcelona owe them, like, $15 or something like that. (laughs) absolute trash bins absolute trash and finally we'll do one more top bins or trash bins antonio pineapple on pizza you know it's a shameful thing to say but that's top bins man when you're drunk buddy you're italian a nice pineapple pizza when you're drunk it just clears out this it's nice it helps with that hangover the next morning man pause (laughs) you are as an italian man are gonna tell me pineapple belongs on pizza I think it's good. I don't, I'm not going to lie. Wow. You know what? I'm going to be honest. I'm, this is fantastic. No, next time I'm at your place, I'm revoking your Italian citizenship. You got to give me oh, your passport and everything. You, you, pineapple on pizza is absolutely disgusting. Uh, what, what's next? Do you like strawberries on your pizza too? No, because pineapple is yeah. different. No, it's not. They're both fruits and they both don't belong on pizza. So I'm going to have to give you a hard disagreement there. Um, but that, that's it. That's top bins or trash bins. Uh, you guys message us. Let us know what you guys think of those three as well. We're always looking for comments too. So guys, Twitter, get in the conversation, Instagram, TikTok. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, let's move on to the EPL. It starts up this week. Let's give yep. a little preview to our season, shall we? Like, it's a, it's a big, big year, you know? A lot of people think Man City is going to run away with the title. We got a lot of good storylines, though. We got a new coach in Man U. We got Conte there for the full year in a full transfer window with Tottenham. You got Arsenal buying up players looking to be good. Yep. You got Chelsea looking good. You got Liverpool looking good. You got a lot of younger teams, too, that are coming up. Like your Aston Villa's looking really good this year. West Ham's going to be good. You got your new guys, Nottingham Forest, Fulham. It's it's going to be an exciting year. What what kind of is the vibe you're getting from this season? I think it's going to be different because of that World Cup being in between. So you're going to have these guys pushing their hardest for the first six months of the year. You know, they want to, they want to prove a point. They want to be on these teams. And after the world cup is going to be interesting because 
you know, most years you're pushing for the whole year for that roster spot in the World Cup. So I think it's going to be a really interesting first six months. Like, I do think it's going to be wild. I think we're going to get some crazy score lines. We're going to have some amazing games. And I'm excited. I'm honestly excited because it's just such a different situation this year, right? It, it, it's crazy different. And then would you, would you say um, teams with players that aren't going to the World Cup might have better odds of going on a little bit of a run before and after that tournament because their guys aren't going to be worried about going to the World Cup. They're just going to be worried about their club soccer. So like a team like Liverpool, mm-hmm. who you got Mo Salah, Luis Diaz, these guys, those two aren't going to the World Cup, yeah. right? So maybe they have a bit of a... Man City, where probably 95% of those guys are going to the World Cup. Would would that give Liverpool a bit of an edge? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I... I, I... You know, actually, no, I don't think so. I don't think so, because you're going to have these players on these other teams wanting to prove their point, like, especially guys on Man City. They're not going to want to go to the World Cup being a bench player. They want to go to the World Cup being a starting level on Man City. And same thing with Chelsea and Arsenal. Like, these guys want to start. They want to prove they can make the team, because you don't want to be on the bench. And I think for most Salah and Luis Diaz, yeah, they're going to push, but I don't think it'll be any different for Liverpool than it is for other teams. Okay, that's that's fair enough. I, I, I don't know, to be honest with you. Um, I, I guess we'll see because you're right. This is something that's never happened before. Yeah. Uh, it's interrupting the season, which, first of all, I absolutely hate. Yeah. Um, I, I would love it in the summer, a World Cup. I don't want to be watching. Uh, 12, 8, 12 p.m., right at noon lunchtime, in a freezing cold uh, November <laughs> afternoon, I'm watching Portugal face Uruguay. Like, no thank you. I, I like to yeah. be on the patio. I want to be hot outside while I'm enjoying the World Cup. I think it's a joke. But either way, um, I, I'm excited for this season too. I, I really think there's a few teams that might surprise a few people. I think Nottingham Forest has a real chance of staying in the EPL, staying in the first division. Um, with guys like big signings like Jesse Lingard, which I know you're not a fan big of. Signing. I, I am. That's a huge signing for a team like Nottingham Forest. That's a massive signing. Yeah, um, but not, not not in the grand scheme of things. It, it is for them. Look at how well he did with West Ham. Now you put him on a yeah. team like Nottingham Forest. Richie Larea can get some time there, which I pray he does. I yeah. think Nottingham Forest can make some waves, um, at least finish in the top 12, 13 of the EPL table. Uh, my boy Wolves, my boys at Wolves, you know, Pedro Neto. Unfortunately, Jimenez just went down, and mm-hmm. it looks like he's going to be on the shelf for a little bit. But Pedro Neto, Fabio Silva, Ruben Neves still being there is very surprising. I thought he was going to be on his way out. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he's still there is good. The arguably the most underrated goalie in the EPL at Jose Sa. I think they have a solid team. They can definitely push for top eight again this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's it's going to be a fun year for them. They're always a fun team to watch for me. So I hope they have a good year. Any teams you're on the kind of lookout for that outside of the top six you're going to be looking forward to watching? Honestly, I was thinking about it earlier. And I think this is going to be one of those years where I think the top six teams are going to be the big six teams. I don't think we're going to have a surprise team come up. I don't no? think we'll see a Wolves or a Leicester push up. I don't even. I don't think so. I don't. I don't see it this year because. What about like a West Ham? The West Ham's fringe. I think West Ham depends on how bad Arsenal or Man U do. I don't think they can. If they play well and those two teams play well, they're not going to go ahead of them. But if those two teams slack, then yeah, maybe. But even then, like I, I don't know. I just I have a feeling this year the big guns are going to just going to fight hard. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Well, that so then so then with that with 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 that being said, I'd like for both of us now to give a prediction of our top six. Okay. So we're gonna have to pick six. Go from six to one. We're gonna go through them. Try to make it 
as let's get this try to get this done as quickly as possible so we can make a nice little TikTok, you know, the top six videos, <laughs> top six teams. And, and then after we predict them, we'll kind of talk about them, uh, about why we think that's gonna happen. So why don't Tony, uh, you know what they say? Age before beauty. Unfortunately, I'm older and better looking, so I'll just defer to you to go first. <laughs> okay. So at six, I got Manchester United. Uh, fifth fourth Liverpool, third Spurs, second Chelsea, and Man City running away with it. Running away with it. So you just yeah. think they're above and beyond better. hundred percent. Well I'm not gonna lie that I'm not gonna lie that man that man you in sixth kills me. <laughs> so so I'll go I'll go through my six now. At six I have Arsenal. At five I have Tottenham. At four I have Manchester United. At three, I have Chelsea. At two, I have Manchester City. And at one, I have Liverpool. Everyone's talking about Man City this year and giving them the trophy. I think it's too soon. I think it's too soon. I think Liverpool's only gotten better by getting Darwin Nunez. Uh, Luis Diaz is going to have a full season now in the EPL. (laughs) Diogo Jota's unreal. It's still Mo Salah's Mo Salah. I, I really think this people are looking past them and just giving this to Man City. Look at Holland in that community it's shield one game. game man. Dude, he Come looked on. bad. Well, you, but, but again, look this is Dar- what we're going off Darwin, of. He missed an Darwin open net. Darwin Nunez Red looked Red great. What are you talking about? He scored yeah, a nice goal. We're looking against Red Bull Leipzig the other day, a couple couple days ago. Like, You're right. Cool. So he's shown flashes and he's shown bad. Where has Holland shown honestly, he's going to be unreal? I think Liverpool is going to be missing Mane. I don't think they can. I think that's going to be a big piece that they're going to yep. lost. They don't need money. I don't they, think Darwin they can na- Nunez can do that. Da- Darwin Nunez will be right in the middle, and they're going to move Jota off to a wing, and Luis... Um, what the hell is his name? Luis Diaz. I don't know if I said mm. Silva before. I meant Diaz. Luis Diaz off on the wing, and these guys, I think they're getting overlooked, and you know what? My biggest thing is when anytime someone just crowns someone a champion before the season, they're it's now that's so high of expectations for them to reach that they're going to falter in my opinion. Um, look at, Man, look at Man City in the Champions League every year. Look at, they're going to, you tell me Man City's focus isn't going to be Champions League this year. Yeah. It, 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 but dude, they have, they have like three squads that can rotate out there. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think how, their reserve squad can make fucking Europa League in England. How good's Foden, Tony? He's not good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for all these guys, all the crap you talk about Man City, and here you are now pumping their tires. No, in reality, yes, Man City's—they got the best coach. They have—they're going to have the best striker in the league. They have the best midfielder in the league as well. Who? De Bruyne with Holland is going to give him a—it's. I'm telling you, De Bruyne and Holland are going to be unreal. Hey, I hate to admit, I'm a Chelsea fan. I don't want them to win, but the reality is, they are. It's not going to be as close as it was last year. Listen, it's um, uh, Holland. Hasn't proven it in the EPL yet. He's coming from the German league. How many times have we seen players from the German league? I'm not saying yeah, he won't uh, be great, but there, it, like there's, an adju- there's an adjustment period with everyone from there, though, man. I, I think there's an adjustment period that's going to be made, and I really do think that Man City might falter at the beginning, and it'll be a tight race between them and Liverpool. I don't see them mm-hmm. running away with it. I think it'll be close. And you know what? A lot of people are hyping up Haaland over Nunez. I wouldn't be surprised if Nunez is a little bit better this year. It's been proven. Portuguese league players, and the e- I'm going to take over the EPL fairly quickly. It's a similar style. They're able to adapt quicker. Look at German players. Look at guys that were studs Nunez. in the German league. Nunez. Timo Werner, Kai Nunez. Havertz, Jaden Sancho. These guys t- took time to adapt to the EPL. 
Nunez is going to be the Uruguayan Andy Carroll for Liverpool. Wow. Big money and like two goals. They end up going to West Ham and do whatever. <laughs> wow. That's, he's, not gonna, that's... I I, I, he's a good player, but I don't see – he doesn't have that technical ability. I don't see him – like, look at how Cavani was with Man U the last couple of years. Yeah, he played good, but the reality was that style of play of a striker that just runs like that isn't isn't working in the APL. Well, you know what? We'll we'll see this year. Um, okay. I, we don't have to wait long to see as it starts yeah. this weekend. But before we close this up, I say we make a bet. Okay. And we can we can kind of track this, and we can see happens. Who knows what the punishment is? I don't know what it is yet. Maybe we can get people on TikTok to let us know what they think the punishment should be. But I say bold prediction: Man U finishes higher than Chelsea. Mm. <laughs> I'll take that. Well, see you. So you take Chelsea finishing higher than Man U? Yeah, I'll take that. Loser has to do – well, I don't know. We'll pose this question in, our, in a TikTok. <laughs> we'll see what they say, if there's any comments on there saying what the loser should do. I'm taking Man U. Eric Ten Hag's here. Sancho's going to blow up this year. Ronaldo's looking like he's back. I think this team has what it takes yeah, to finish like top three. Like I said the other day, Eric Ten Hag's not going to be there by Christmas. That's absolutely nuts. That's a ridiculous <laughs> take. That's not no going to come it's true. It's going to falter. Man U's just going to crumble. No, you're you're crazy. Not not only are they gonna come top three, they're winning Europa League this year too. No way. You watch. You heard it here first. Man, use <laughs> Man, use winning the d- double, the e- the Europa League, and then they're gonna win like the FA Cup or something. <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't. Know. I just don't think Man use this this year to do it. Maybe next year, but not this year. Ten Hag's the man. Ten Hag <laughs> at the wheel. How good does it feel? <laughs> Oh, but you know what? This, we got we got some good chats in there. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we're going to be doing this every week now, dropping every Thursday. Uh, Tony, anything you want to kind of leave with our viewers? No, just, you know, follow us on Instagram, TikTok. You know, we put some funny stuff out there. You know, it's a big season coming up. It's going to be, like I said, it's interesting because the World Cup's sooner than we thought. And uh, it's an exciting time. Yeah. So like, like you said, at FootyLG, make sure you click that follow button. And guys, we'll be here every Thursday. Hope to see you here too, too as well. And let us know what you want to hear in the show. More of this, less of this, less of Tony's unreal takes because, God, Ten Hag is one of the most garbage poo takes I've ever heard. Ten Hag's unreal. He's going to win Coach of the Year, man. No, he won't. All right. Well, you know you what? All know they're gonna, you, you all know it's going to go to, like, Klopp or something. I can't wait till next week when we're back here and Man U is 1-0 and they're in first place because they scored the most goals. and. <laughs> it's going to be sweet vindication after one week. I'll be unbearable. I'll be absolutely unbearable. Um, it's going to be awkward when they lose. Yeah, it will be. It really will be. Um, but all right, that's it for the show for this week. Guys, keep it locked. More stuff coming soon. Uh, as for Tony and myself from Footy LG, we out. Let's have a good night.